You're listening to I Love This TV Show, The Golden Girls. Hi, and welcome to the I Love This TV Show podcast. I'm your host, Noelle from pastasworld.com. Each season of this podcast will contain a TV show in full. This means the length of the season depends on the length of the TV show. The first season is, of course, The Golden Girls. The Golden Girls, Season 2, Episode 16. And then there was one. Sophia is eating linguine with clam sauce for breakfast. Dorothy, Rose, and then Blanche all ask her what she is eating. Sophia, it's incredible. 364 days a year I could be gagging on a peach pit nobody would notice. Dorothy, come on now, Ma. What's going on? You don't normally eat pasta for breakfast. Sophia, I'm carbohydrate loading. I signed up for the charity walkathon. She shows Dorothy the advertisement for it. Dorothy doesn't think it's a good idea. Rose tells them she signed them up as well, but they aren't walking, they are babysitting. Blanche is not happy. Blanche, babysitting? I don't like other people's children in my house. I didn't even like my own children in my house. Blanche would prefer they do something else. Rose tries to convince her that it won't be long. Blanche finds spongers on the list. Rose and Dorothy both think that babysitting is the best option. Rose starts to tell about a foundation she helped with in St. Olaf. Walkathon day has arrived. Blanche is taking everything valuable or breakable out of the living room. Rose is setting up real Mr. Potato Heads for the kids. Rose asks Dorothy if they should add broccoli for hair. Dorothy, why not add a gold chain? We'll call it Sammy Potato Jr. Blanche comes in the room, worried about the kids breaking everything. She continues removing items for safety. Sophia is in a hot pink jogger outfit as she heads off to the walkathon. Blanche is still freaking out when the doorbell rings. It's the first child, Norman. He comes with a list of likes and dislikes, but it's actually just dislikes. Rose tries to introduce him to the girls, but it doesn't go well. Later on the lanai, Norman smashes everyone's play-doh. So Rose smashes his. Rose checks on the babies that Dorothy is watching. They're all sleeping. Blanche comes out and finds Norman ripping pages out of a book. She gets mad. Dorothy steps in and tries to get him to stop in her teacher mode. Doesn't work, she tells Blanche. He's all hers. Rose distracts him from causing more damage. Blanche is freaked out. She tells Dorothy she's not comfortable around kids. She always acted like a mature young lady. Rose suddenly comes out on the lanai, banging a garbage can lid with all the kids following. This wakes up all the babies. All the babies have now been picked up at one, by except for one. And they can't find the parents. The walkathon people can't find the parents. The baby will not stop crying. Rose and Dorothy were not successful, so Rose wants Blanche to give it a try holding her. And she's afraid, but she picks up the baby, and as soon as she settled in Blanche's arms, she quiets right down. The doorbell rings, and this time it's Sophia. They ask her how the race went. She tells a good story about the race, but then she accidentally walked into a wall, a new Wendy's that just got built. She still crossed the finish line, though. Dorothy thinks she's just overtired and suggests she go to bed. The phone rings and Rose answers. The walkathon people have been trying to find Emily's parents and they can't. 
Blanche is worried that Emily was abandoned. So Dorothy calls the police to find out what to do. While she's on hold, she comments to Blanche at how often she keeps picking up the baby. Blanche. Dorothy, it's just amazing. Every time I pick her up, she stops fussing and goes right back to sleep. Dorothy. Well, you shouldn't do that. The baby won't get used to sleeping alone. Blanche. Well, you never get used to sleeping alone. I haven't. Dorothy. Siamese twins sleep alone more often than you do. Rose comes back in from the lie. From the lanai, and she's not sure why Dorothy's on the phone. Blanche tells her that she's talking to the police. When she gets off, she tells them that they have two options. They can wait for child protective services to come and take the baby, and that's about 48 hours. Or they can take her to the police station. Rose then tells a story about almost being abandoned when she was nine. Dorothy and Blanche actually listen attentively up until she tells them about the Texaco starter guide her home. This causes Dorothy to get cranky, and she takes a little stab at her. Dorothy. Rose, honey, have you been washing the fruit off before you eat it? Poor Rose is just confused by the question. Dorothy steers the conversation back to Emily. Blanche wants to keep her. Dorothy points out that they'll need supplies for the baby. Rose comments about thawing a pork chop. She then tells another St. Olaf story. Blanche tells the two to go to the store. She'll stay with the baby. They finally come back, and Rose gushes over the diapers. Rose, isn't this amazing? When the diapers get dirty, the cute little teddy bears disappear. Dorothy, that's not amazing. Whenever my kids' diapers got dirty, my husband would disappear. Rose goes on about changing diapers and how much she loved it. Dorothy finds her strange. Blanche says she always had trouble with the boys' diapers. Dorothy speaks about raising Emily and says about how it'll be easier because they've had so much practice. But Blanche proclaims that she'd like to keep Emily. She hasn't had the kind of practice or experiences with the kids that Dorothy and Rose have because she had a nanny. Blanche is asleep on the couch and wakes up when Emily starts to cry. She picks her up and holds her and tells her a story and has a conversation with her. Blanche, why am I telling you this? Well... Maybe it's because, deep down, I wish you were really mine, so I could try it again with what I know now. Dorothy and Rose come out. Blanche tells them all is fine. She's just hungry. They all go in the kitchen so they don't wake up Sophia. But Sophia wakes up anyway and crankily joins them in the kitchen. Sophia, there's 90 years of mother here, and you can't keep the kid quiet. Blanche asks Sophia how she's feeling today. And she tells her her ear hurts from all the phone calls. But the conversation gets interrupted by the doorbell. Dorothy answers it. It's a man saying he's there to pick up Emily. That he's her dad. And the girls all get furious at him. But he tells them that he did call and he spoke to someone who said she just won the Ironman triathlon. He told her his wife was having triplets and he was at the hospital. But Sophia thought he said his wife was having gimlets. So... Once the miscommunication is cleared up, he takes Emily and they head off. Blanche, however, looks crestfallen. Blanche, she was just my last chance to prove that I could be a good mother and a friend. Dorothy tries to console her. Sophia then tells her that sometimes a mother needs her child more. Sophia then tries to pull a fast one on Rose for 20 bucks and she falls for it. In the kitchen, Blanche calls her daughter Janet. 
Now talk for a little bit, and Blanche tells her she'd like to come see her. She gives a few dates, and she gets excuses each time, so she tells Janet to pick a time. They keep talking, and Janet finally relents and invites her for this coming weekend. Blanche immediately and happily agrees. She tells her she loves her before she hangs up. I'll be right back after a short break. Favorite quotes. Dorothy. Oh, Ma, are you nuts? This is for people who walk a lot. Sophia. So what do I do? Hover? Sophia. You know, I just realized the best reason of all to join this walkathon. Dorothy. What's that, Mom? Sophia. I get away from this ditz for a whole day. Rose. Norman, would you like to play with a potato head? Norman. Sure, what would you like to do? Blanche. I guess if you are going to relate to a child, it helps to have the mind of a child. Dorothy. Blanche, where would you get a crazy idea like that? Blanche. Well, you never get used to sleeping alone. I haven't. Dorothy. Honey, Siamese twins sleep alone more than you do. Rose. Isn't that amazing? When the diapers get dirty, the cute little teddy bears disappear. Dorothy. That's not amazing. Whenever my kids' diapers would get dirty, my husband would disappear. Dorothy. Oh, Rose, face it, you march to a different drummer. Sophia. There's 90 years of mother here, and you can't keep the kid quiet? Blanche. She was just my last chance to prove I could be a good mother and a friend. The walkathon and babysitting. Now, based on Dorothy and Blanche's reaction to when Rose says she they've already volunteered for the walkathon, she didn't bother to ask them if they were okay with it or wanted to volunteer at all. And she just signed them up like, I don't know, they'll be fine with it. But, you know, they weren't. I mean, that's generally a Rose thing. She thinks that everyone's going to be okay with helping someone else. And, Sadly, that's really, really not true. But Sophia and her interest in the walkathon just cracks me up. And I love her little story about how at the starting line, one day they fired off the starting pistol for the seniors and half of them hit the ground because they were scared of the sound of the gun. It's like, uh, maybe those were just the half of the seniors that, you know, maybe didn't have hearing problems or they had hearing aids in or something of that. Because sadly, as we get older, hearing is one of the things that go if we don't take care of it when we're younger. Now, Blanche clearly in this episode demonstrates that she has a fear of kids. Now, we know that Blanche has four or five kids. And actually, in different episodes, we get different numbers. Some episodes, there's like two kids. Some, there's three. Some, there's four. Some, there's five. And there's a various number of names of kids. It's a bit hard to keep track of without knowing specifically which episode they're mentioned in. But yeah, apparently she is the only one of the, the ladies in the house who had a nanny. And so the nanny had the bulk of the duties and responsibilities instead of Blanche. Now, I don't know if Blanche had a job when the kids were growing up. That's never clearly mentioned. So I'm not completely sure why there was a nanny. I know Dorothy taught while she had the kids. Sophia worked jobs while she had her kids. And Rose, I believe, was a stay-at-home mom, but I'm not 100% sure. 
that's never totally clear. But yes, those three all took, you know, Sophia and Rose and Dorothy were all like the primary parent for their kids when their kids were growing up. You know, Dorothy tells a story about how, you know, when the kids' diapers would get dirty, Stan would completely disappear. We never actually hear any stories about George's involvement when the kids were growing up, I don't believe. And with Rose, I know Charlie was a a salesman that was on the road a lot. So he wasn't home anywhere near as much as he would probably have liked. So he was nowhere near as involved. Because there is an episode where we learn that Rose has told a lot of stories about Charlie that weren't true to make him look better for the kids. And so the kids clearly don't have clear memories of their father themselves. They just really have the memories that Rose has told them. And that's just kind of sad. Ah, but then we get to baby Emily. After four o'clock, she's the only kid that has not been picked up. It would have been nice if that father had informed any one of the girls that were not Sophia when he dropped off the baby. You know, my wife's pregnant with triplets, so if there is any chit she goes into labor, I'm not going to be back on time. <laughs> but I guess the labor started early. It was never really clear how that happened. Now, Blanche at first wants nothing to do with baby Emily. She's just like, ooh, it's a baby, I'm scared. I can understand that because I don't have any experience with babies of any kind. So I have no clue what to do with them either. And they're scary for me to be around. I have no idea what screams mean or anything like that. And so it's definitely kind of scary when a strange baby gets put in your arms. And you don't even really know what to do. Blanche technically should have known what to do because I mean, she did have as many as five kids. And she had to have at least fed them from time to time, changed diapers from time to time, you know, had at least a partial role. You know, I don't know if the nanny was a live-in or not. That's never really completely clear. Because I know in one episode, she makes reference to the governess that they had and running down the stairs and screaming for the governess to go and check on why the kid was screaming. I know, to me, that always felt a little cold-hearted. But in this episode, we get a really human side of Blanche. You know, she looks at this baby. She bonds with this baby. And and Blanche doesn't tend to bond with much of anything that easily. I mean, even her boyfriends, they all have an expiration date from the start. But she actually entertains the thought several times in the episode of keeping Emily and raising her herself. I mean, yes, she does want a second chance. She feels that she failed her kids. When um, they were born and they were kids because she had the nanny and she wasn't as involved as she should have been. But she looks at this baby as like a do-over. You know, Dorothy kind of points out that her kids are not dead. They're still alive and well and she can still fix the relationship with them if she puts the effort in. And I find it really, really a lot of growth in Blanche's character. When she actually does go in the kitchen after... Baby Emily is picked up by her father, and she calls Janet, because Janet is the one that she has the most drama with. In multiple episodes, we hear and learn that they fought, and there is another episode where Janet brings her daughter, and there's the whole pageant drama. And so, yeah, but I think Janet is also David's mother, 
So, yeah, we wind up seeing several of Janet's kids in this show. We also see her daughter, Rebecca, and baby Aurora. But Janet is the one that she has had no contact with for ages. We also learn that when the episode was one one of Rebecca's episodes that she had lost contact with Rebecca as well. But with Janet, they actually fought constantly. Or with Rebecca, I think they would have a lot of silence spells. But clearly Janet and Rebecca are both very strong-headed. They think for themselves, etc. And so for Blanche, who is actually probably a bit afraid of her kids, the one that she has the most trouble with, working up the courage to call her, I commend her for that. And she does suggest several times when she could go down and visit, because their schedule's pretty much open. And Janet kind of blows her off on those, oh, I'm busy, oh, I'm busy, oh, I'm busy. And so then she finally gets to the point where she's like, okay, then you pick a time. You know, and then there's a little bit of quiet, there's a pause. And then she kind of surprisingly says, this weekend? But then she agrees, and she is going to go down. And it's one of the few times where we see Blanche smile in a way that comes from the heart. You know, it's a full, it's an everything smile. It's not just a half smile or a pretend smile or a fake smile or a ha-ha smile. It's like a truly genuine smile. And it's actually one of my favorite scenes in the season. Just simply because of that. Because we actually see Blanche acknowledge a shortcoming. And then actually try to do something about it to fix it. Where normally Blanche thinks that she's flawless and can do no wrong. So I I find it refreshing in this episode that she actually takes a look at herself in the mirror. She realizes, yeah, I was not a very good mom to my kids growing up. And actually does try to take some steps to make it right, at least with one of her children. And I was actually very proud of Blanche in this episode. I don't really get to say that very often because she's normally more the flighty, fun, irresponsible one. But in this case, yeah, she was a very, very strong character who who was willing to accept something that she had done wrong and try to fix it. And I don't really think we ever see a resolution. We don't hear about the trip in the future episodes, which would have been nice. But I know that in the future we do meet Janet, at least. Thanks for tuning in to the I Love This TV Show podcast. If you would like to make a donation in support of this podcast, you can through Cash App to Pasta26MC. That's pasta, like the food, the number two, the number six, M as in monkey, C as in cat. If you would like to sponsor this podcast or advertise on it, please send an email to t 2 podcast at pastasworld.com. As always, you can go to pastasworld.com for more information. It's been great reliving this episode with you. Please check out the podcast website, anchor.fm forward slash I love this TV show, no spaces. You'll be able to see the show notes and also support this podcast. To check out everything I'm up to and nerding about, head over to pastasworld.com. You'll also find additional content there. Thanks for listening and stay golden.